Hi everyone, I'm Asha, an Akashic Records reader, blogger and podcaster. In this series, we will demystify the Akashic Records by bringing to you bite-sized contents on frequently asked questions relating to the Akashic Records. We will also explore topics relating to spirituality, as well as practical application, learnings and reflections in the Akashic Records. My Akashic Masters are very excited to join us in this journey. We send much love, light and blessings to all. Welcome to episode 48 on Breaking Free from the Cycle of Control and Oppression. Today, I would like to reflect on a topic that is close to my heart. For many years, I was known to others to be a rather introverted, quiet, soft-spoken and passive person. I rarely or almost never share with others how I truly think or feel. Deep down, I often feel that nobody really cares anyway. Most of the time, I bottle everything up as I quietly processed what others were trying to influence me externally. Throughout my life in everywhere I go, I often find myself trapped in a web of control and oppression extended by others who were trying to influence and dictate how I should think, feel and act. If it is a brief one-off encounter with a particularly aggressive person, perhaps one could say it is a mere coincidence. But if the behavioral pattern keeps repeating itself with different people we meet, it often means that there is a lesson for us to internalize, which we have yet to internalize. What then is the lesson for me to internalize in this context? Since young, I grew up with a particularly controlling father. While he was extremely responsible in taking care of the family financially, he often imposed his belief systems upon us, as if it was the one and only ultimate truth available. For example, he subscribes to a religion that is a mix of Buddhism and Taoism. For many years, he would repeatedly share with us that his and our religion is the one and only correct religion and pathway to God, source or creator. He would even scorn at other Chinese who subscribed to the other religions as a deviation from the more than 2,000 years of rich, proven history and heritage of China. To justify his beliefs, he often cited to us examples of people whose prayers were not answered when they subscribed to other religions, only to have their prayers answered when they converted to his religion. For many years, I was very much influenced by my dad's beliefs. I assumed that he knew everything better than I do. 
and since he is the head of the family, he must be right. With his dominance over us and the absolute conviction in his voice, I never really doubted what he said. I simply accepted everything as the truth. As fate would have it, I ended up joining the girls' brigade in my secondary school days. I couldn't secure a spot in the National Police Cadet Corps as I could neither run as fast nor jump as far as my other contenders. In case you don't know, Ghost Brigade is a uniformed group centered around and guided by Christian values and belief systems. As the pioneer batch of the Ghost Brigade, I didn't know what awaited me when I joined. Every experience was pretty new to me. Every Saturday, we would gather for worship where we would sing along to Christian songs, sell group sessions, where we would pour through a few verses of the Bible and other activities, such as drills, my favorite, and sometimes cheerleading or netball sessions. For a few times yearly, we would also participate in the four days, three nights camps held in our school or with the Girls' Brigade community from other schools in Singapore. We had plenty of opportunities to meet, mingle with one another, and to know more about Christianity. It was during my experience in the Girls' Brigade that I started wondering whose version of truth is correct. Is it my dad's version? Or is it the Girls' Brigade version? Or is it some other version that I have yet to come across? It doesn't help that everyone who was preaching their own version of truth was saying it with absolute certainty and conviction that theirs is the one and only correct religion and pathway to God's source or creator. Everything else is incorrect. It also doesn't help that I feel a sense of connection to both religions, that is, certain gods and goddesses in Buddhism and certain parts of the Bible. For a few years, I found myself straddling both religions. To be honest, I wasn't drawn so much to Jesus Christ himself, but I was drawn to the truth in certain parts of his teachings. I couldn't really understand why people are expected to pledge their faith and allegiance to one religion to the exclusion of the other. Why can't there be one God, source or creator across all religions? Why can't it be seen that different religions offer different pathways which ultimately lead to the same source? It was only when I learned about the Akashic Records and communed with my Akashic Masters that everything started to make sense to me. That there is ample space in the vast universe 
to allow everyone to live harmoniously together. In the fifth dimension where the Akashic Masters came from, they don't hold themselves hostage to all these differences and boundaries drawn by us. Instead, they see themselves as operating in unity as one consciousness to serve, assist and guide us back to source. Even till today, their unconditional love, compassion and selflessness continue to amaze me and touch my heart deeply. They may not always fulfill every request of ours if it is not aligned to our highest good. Nonetheless, they are always ready to convene and support us energetically at our request. They never see themselves as superior to us. They are always grateful and honoured to serve their precious children on earth. Through assessing my Akashic records, I was also guided to remember the lifetimes of control and oppression that I experienced, which I have yet to fully liberate myself from. It was a repeated pattern that followed me across lifetimes. One key character that kept appearing in my past lives was my father. While he wasn't always my dad in these past lives, he was usually aggressive towards me. That definitely struck a chord deep within me. It finally made sense to me why I often felt very emotional, aggrieved and triggered each time he was or attempted to be physically or verbally abusive towards me. Sometimes, my reactions and emotions felt rather disproportionate to his seemingly innocuous words and actions. In many past lives, I was also reminded of the price that I paid for standing up for my own beliefs, be it being imprisoned, tortured, placed under house arrest, or even killed. Unconsciously, these past lives molded me to behave in a passive way, not daring to stand up for myself and my own beliefs. Whenever I needed to stand up for myself, I would feel an unexplainable sense of deep fear creeping within, all ready to warn me of the danger that lurks ahead. But each time I managed to overcome all odds to stand up for myself, I would feel deeply empowered and victorious within. Recently, I was again reminded of the repeated cycle of control and oppression that I needed to break free from, or at least learn to break free from. For the first incident, my boss at the workplace desperately wanted to improve the division scores in the annual employee engagement survey. After failed attempts to improve the scores for the past years, he decided to take an aggressive stance this year. 
he made it mandatory for all division staff to include in their annual performance appraisal key performance indicators packed to attaining his desired scores for certain survey questions. While he framed the rationale as it takes two hands to clap for both supervisor and employee, we can all smell a rat from a mile away. It was basically his last-ditch attempt to give his ego a much-needed boost, to salvage his image as a capable and popular boss in the eyes of the senior management. When it was time for us to complete the survey, he even reminded us to provide our honest and balanced feedback while remembering the KPIs that we have committed to in our annual performance appraisal. To be honest, I was in a dilemma how I should complete the survey. One part of me was deeply fearful of any potential repercussions should I decide to go against my boss's wishes. Another part of me was reluctant to go against my conscience, to hide my truth in a bid to soothe my boss's ego. After much deliberation, I chose to vote according to my conscience. It brought me deep peace within, knowing that I chose to stand up for my views instead of allowing my fears to control and overwhelm me. For the second incident, lately there has been a barrage of workplace policies discriminating against the unvaccinated staff in a bid to strongly push for everyone to be fully vaccinated. Amongst others, all unvaccinated staff had to undergo twice-a-week supervised antigen rapid test, which applies even if the staff works from home. In comparison, all vaccinated staff only had to undergo weekly unsupervised antigen rapid test, which only applies if the staff returns to office. The rationale given was that the stringent ART policy applies for the unvaccinated staff in order to protect them from being infected with COVID as well as to protect the vaccinated staff. To sidetrack a little, if we could pause and consider these questions. How effective is the vaccine if the vaccinated needs to be protected from the unvaccinated? Why must the unvaccinated staff's ART be supervised while the vaccinated staff's ART is unsupervised? Are the unvaccinated not trusted to report the truth? for their ART results. On the rationale to protect the unvaccinated from being infected with COVID, does it even make sense with the recent measures requiring all infected persons, be it vaccinated or unvaccinated, to self-isolate at home? Why is there a lack of specific data 
on all adverse reactions, including death, within two weeks from vaccination, including boosters. Despite such issues being widely reported in other countries, wherever we are, we must be careful of the attempts to divide the people, to pit the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. We must be mindful of the convenient excuse to blame the unvaccinated as the culprit for the spike in COVID cases. Or for taking up limited hospital beds and oxygen supplementation, allow ourselves to consider over the next few months what is the real reason behind many countries' continued push for vaccination, despite data suggesting that it may not be that effective. Who truly benefits from the vaccination campaign? Whatever the challenges may be, one thing is clear to me. In this lifetime, I will do my best to break free from the cycle of control and oppression that I experienced across lifetimes. In times of darkness, I can no longer remain as a passive observer, quietly observing everything from the sidelines and quietly enduring all the injustice and discrimination that come my way. I am here to forge a new path for myself, one paved by resilience, courage, power, wisdom, truth and clarity. Wherever you are, remember that you are never alone. Whether you are vaccinated or unvaccinated, you remain a precious child of God, source or creator. You are a part of them as much as they are a part of you. Whenever you feel fearful or overwhelmed, call upon your Akashic Masters to surround you and protect you. Let us overcome all odds together. Masters, would you have anything to share with us? This period of darkness calls for humanity to stand in unity and resilience to the dark forces that come your way. There is strength in numbers and unity remains possible despite the illusory divide projected by the dark forces in power. Remember that you are the light that will pave the way for others to find their way out of the darkness. Never underestimate how innately powerful you are. You are a divine being. You are a precious child of God, source or creator. You are the light that will lead the way forward in times of darkness. And so it is. With love and blessings, Asha and Akashic Masters. If you would like to access your Akashic Records and receive deep clarity and healing to issues that you are bothered with, you are welcome to consider a general or themed Akashic Light reading and healing session with me. 
Each session will be customized for your needs. I will be fully guided by your Akashic Masters during the session. Check out my website for more details. If you prefer to access audio recordings of selected blog posts, this can be found in episodes 21 to 48 of my podcast. My free podcast is also currently available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn plus Alexa, Podcast Edit, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM and Podcast Index. Feel free to check them out in the respective websites. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. If you would like to read about my dialogues and reflections with the Akashic Masters, you can visit my free blog at asha-akashicrecords.com. Till next time, take care.